Good morning. Welcome to Mornings with Ken. I'm so glad you're here. Now go get that cup of coffee. Go get that virtual donut. Grab a seat, kick off the shoes, and stay a while. Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea. You might be wondering where I've been on the podcast. Oh my goodness, I have been busy. And I you know, I know it's not an excuse. We're all busy, but I've truly been busy. If you follow Mornings with Ken um since the beginning, you know that um I take care of my mom and dad. My dad has dementia. Um, and, uh, he's been in the hospital and yeah, so, um, dealing with that and helping take care of him and, um, getting to, getting him to the hospital and getting proper care. It's, it's been a, it's been a little much, been a little much. I'm glad I've had great friends around me to give me support. Um, they know who they are. And I really appreciate it. So since we're talking about (laughs) taking care of my father, I thought if there's anyone out there that may be coming uh, to the same situation that I'm in, taking care of uh, your mom and dad or someone with dementia, I thought maybe I would just throw a little... uh, a few secrets that I know that might help you dealing with um, a, a, a elder parent, a, a parent that's up in years, and especially if they have dementia, because dementia is a special, um, horrible disease, but it, it's a lot to deal with. So I just thought I'd throw out um, a few ideas, a few things that I've learned when dealing with my dad um, going through dementia and having him at home and caring for him at home most of the time. So I don't know what order these uh, pieces of advice are going to go in, but um, just a bunch of random facts or statements. So one thing I learned is by hand sanitizing wipes in bulk yes (laughs) by hand sanitizing wipes in bulk because again this is more so related to someone who has dementia or anybody who's ill and can take care of themselves you are going to need these wipes because if they can't take care of themselves they're going to make messes. 
And they're going to make messes in the bathroom. Well, you, you hope that they even make it to the bathroom. But in the bathroom, you're going to need those wipes. You're going to wipe. You're going to want to wipe down the toilet seat, uh, the toilet handle, um, the sink, the nozzles. Yeah. So buy sanitizing wipes in bulk and keep them in every room of the house because you're going to need to clean a lot of messes. So <laughs> there's one. One piece of advice. <clears throat> Another piece of advice. If they have dementia, they may begin to wander. And it starts off slowly. Dementia is a horrible, horrible disease that takes its toll on the person slowly. And then they end up taking big dips. And then they may get better and then they take big dips. But you want to make you want to make sure your house is secure to keep your loved one from wandering. Yeah, um my dad was a wanderer. If we didn't keep the doors locked and extra security on the doors, um he would escape and for his own safety, we had to keep him securely locked in the house. So he doesn't hurt himself. So wipes and secure your home if you're taking care of them in your home. Also, at the beginning of, of dementia, no one told us that it's very typical for dementia patients to lose their taste buds, to lose their taste buds. The dementia does something in the brain that only really allows them to have the taste for sugar and sweets. So, there's a couple things you can do. First of all, if you have sweets around the house, hide them. Hide cookies and anything sweet. Hide them. And only give the, your loved one a sweet once in a while. Because otherwise they will nonstop eat sweets. Um, it's, it's, it's really bad. <laughs> and you're going to want to monitor the kitchen. Because dementia patient, patients forget that they've already eaten, that they've already ate. You, they can just have just finished dinner and came in the living room and sat down and they'll ask for food or get up and try to go get food for themselves because they will think they did not eat that their their mind goes that quickly. So lock down the kitchen if you can because they will eat you out of house and home.
<clears throat> which my dad was really good at that. Um, another thing, um, as the you know, as they progress in their dementia, you're going to want to go out and buy some adult adult incontinence underwear, diapers, if you would, adult diapers. Um, keep plenty stocked up on those. Those are going to come in handy. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's so much. I, I, I don't want to be too rude here, or too terrible here, but um, protect your furniture. Maybe use um, some blankets or towels to put on the um, couches and chairs so if they have an accident it doesn't get on your furniture hey I've learned that one yeah we had to do that too so hey let's take a quick break and I'll be right back when I was born my body was blessed by mother nature honey <laughs> and as you got older it was cursed by father time <laughs> That's right. And another thing, don't forget to laugh. Don't lose your joy um, with taking care of a loved one. You need to laugh. Um, my, uh, my father, um, he liked to laugh. And, you know, w with helping my mom take care of him, um, I tried to keep it lighthearted and I tried to tease my father a little bit, uh, maybe, you know, maybe kind of, uh, make fun of his dementia in a sense, in, in a way, see, you have to know your loved one. And I know what my father would have done if he didn't have dementia and he was dealing with me. He, he would try, he, he would be kind and loving but he would he would try to be um, joyful and keep a sense of humor about it. So don't lose your sense of humor um, when you're dealing with um, your parent or a loved one who has dementia. And it's hard. And I'm not saying it's it, it's not easy. It's there's there's moments where you want to scream, um, cry, get angry, but try to bring some uh, humor into the situation. <laughs> Let me give you an example. Um, earlier in, in my dad's stage of dementia, um, he, he, he thought we lived in an apartment building. We don't. We live in a ranch house. There's no really upstairs. We have a basement and the main living quarters. But he thinks there's an apartment above the main floor. There, there isn't. It's a, it's a single house. So my dad would often wander from room to room looking for the door that goes up to the apartment building above the house. And when, when, and when he was still able to walk around and, and, uh, get around easily, 
he would ask, where's the door that goes to the apartment? And my mom would say, there is no door that goes to the apartment. We all live in one house together. There's no apartment. And he wouldn't have it. He would look around trying to find the door that goes up to the apartment. So whenever my dad, if we're in the living room watching television and he starts getting a little agitated or um, making me agitated, I would I would ask my dad a question. Hey, Dad, did you ever find that door that goes upstairs to the apartments? And he said, no. And he would get up and he would start walking around looking for that door. And uh, I know you're probably mad at me out there. So that's not very nice, Kenny. But um, you have to know your parent. If your parent wasn't a very humorous person, then don't do that. But my dad would have done that to me. Um, so you got to know your parents. So <laughs> I know that sounds so cruel, doesn't it? But hey, you got to do it. You got to do it. Um, all right, another thing. Um, go out and buy yourself something like a, um, a caretaker's outfit that you don't mind getting wet because the day will come when you will have to put that loved one in the shower and bathe them. And it would be nice if you had some type of a wetsuit or <laughs> a gown of some type that you can get wet while you assist your loved one in the shower and scrub them down with soap and water. And you haven't lived until you've lifted your naked loved one onto the onto the toilet. Those are some really great memories to hold on to. <laughs> oh my goodness! You you, you got You have to laugh. You have to keep your sense of humor. Um. Uh, another thing. Early on, um, in dementia, make sure you take their driver's license away. You can go to the uh, BMV and get an ID instead of a driver's license. And they'll punch holes in the driver's license and give you an ID for your loved one. Do that so they know they can't drive. And do that early enough where their memory is still pretty good um, so they know they cannot drive. Um, I told you my story when I took my dad's driver's license away. And he called me a knucklehead. He's never called me a knucklehead. But he called me a knucklehead. Because I told him I took his driver's license away. So, don't be offended. Don't be offended by what they say. They don't know. They're, they're confused. Their mind isn't working properly. For example, talk about keeping a sense of humor... Um, when my dad wasn't too awfully bad with dementia, um, my mom and dad would be sleeping in bed. And uh, one night, my dad rolled over and looked at my mom, and he said, are you my wife? And she said, I better be. You've been sleeping with me for 59 years. Uh, so have a sense of humor. My dad didn't know any better. He didn't know who she was. 
But then there's cute moments too. Enjoy the cute moments. Like, I mean, it's kind of cute. Like, one time my dad turned to my mom on, they're sitting on the couch and he goes, if my wife dies, I think I'll marry you. I mean, it's kind of cute. Like, he didn't know that that was his wife, but he said he would marry her if his wife died. I mean, that's, I guess, kind of cute. I guess it could be insulting. I don't know. But um, anyway, try to laugh. Another, the cutest thing that my mom did for my dad, their bedroom is right across the hall from our bedroom. And the cutest thing is to listen in as we walk by to my mom reading scripture to my dad who has dementia. He's not really going to understand it or he'll forget it as soon as he hears it. But my mom would slowly read scripture to him knowing that it's probably not getting through. But um, she just wanted to read in scripture because that's what she does. So and what she has done in the past. So she just wanted to keep that going. So kind of cute moments. Remember and take joy in the small moments. All right, let's take another quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> the world out there is full of nuts and fruit cakes, and sometimes I think I want to go the same way. Oh, no. oh be prepared, Edith. If I gotta ride them subways another two years, you're gonna have to check me into a rubber room. Oh, ain't that funny? I was coming up. I'm talking, Edith. <laughs> I'm coming home tonight, and it's sardine time again. Here's a guy pressed up against me so close, his buttons are making permanent dents in my flesh. <laughs> So there we are, we're riding nose to nose, and he starts talking to his daughter. What's the matter with that? She wasn't there. <laughs> then on top of that, the bum behind me had beans for lunch. And another thing. <laughs> hey, seek help. Seek help from people that you trust. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Whether it's family members or friends. Seek help. You're going to need a day off. You are going to need some time away from your loved one who is suffering from dementia. And don't feel guilty for taking that time away. You need it. You need to relax and renew your body, your your mind, and get some peace. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to take care of your loved one um, sufficiently. So you're going to need some time 
away from your loved one. And whether that's even paying some uh, nurses to come in and uh, just for a couple hours for you to get away, you and your wife to get away, or having a, a relative come over and um, even taking them out and leaving you at home. Do what you can. Have a group of people around you that are willing to help and uh, support you. Um, I've had a lot of good friends um, that have been through the same thing that uh, that we're going through. And just knowing that they listen and they know what we're talking about, what they know what we're going through, and they have a little they had some advice of what to do. You know, listen to your advice and, and if you can use some of their advice, take it and, and don't be embarrassed to admit you need help because you will need help. I'm so thankful for those around me that has that have helped my wife and I. And get as much um, community help as you can. Um, my wife and I found that there there were there was a program where we live where um, if your parent qualifies, um, you could put them like in daycare for a few hours, two to four hours, and. Uh, Luckily, this place was a nonprofit, and it was at no cost to us, and uh, we were able to to utilize that service for a short time. And of course, funding did run out, but um, we used it while we could, and it was it was helpful just to get some time um, away from um, being a caretaker. So, reach out to your community resources. And see what's available to you in your community. There's uh, Meals on Wheels. Um, there's you know um, daycare centers for for adults. And I think one of the biggest helps too is um, the uh, Center for the Aging. Center for the Aging. Um, each community probably has one. In their community, um, ours is called Direction Home, and it's part of the Center for Aging, and they've helped us um, uh, quite a few times, and currently they're helping us once more um, to advise to advise us of uh, how to get proper care for my dad. Uh, they will help you with Medicaid, although uh, Medicaid. I will warn you, Medicaid is a very, very long process. And it, it, it can be very frustrating. It is very frustrating. We're not completely through the woods yet with Medicaid. I'll let you know when it's all done. But Medicaid can be a long, tedious process. Nursing homes are very expensive. The cheapest one we've ever ran into was $6,000 a month. Um, there's one that I know of that's $10,000 a month, and you can go hire 
um, based on your ability to pay. If if you're um, fortunate enough to um, pay out of pocket for a really nice facility, otherwise you're going to you're going to need Medicaid. I don't know anybody that has an extra eight to ten thousand dollars in the bank every month that they can give away. Um, it's just not realistic. But I warn you: be patient, do your homework, and keep at it. And Kind of don't don't take no for an answer. Keep trying and trying. We're on our, I think our sixth try right now. And I will let you know how that turns out. Um, but keep going. Don't give up. Um, be prepared. Be prepared. Get all your documents of your loved ones together. Um, if they have a a living will, or if they have a, a, a will, um, if they have the DNR, do not resuscitate. Um, if they have their funeral arrangements, paperwork already handled. Um, if they're on Social Security, get copies of each year Social Security sends out a copy of what the person gets on Social Security for the next year. Do not throw those away. Do not throw those away. They will not accept the bank statement. They want the actual form that Social Security mails out in the mail that shows you, shows them how much your parent gets on Social Security. Save those because they want to see those. So please hang on to that. Go through your mom, your parents' uh, life insurance policies. Um, know what the, the account numbers are. Write them down. Um, keep it organized in a binder or a folder or on a spreadsheet. The account numbers, passwords, dollar amounts, who it's payable to, annuities, any financial monies that they may have. Find out where it is. And how much it is, how it's paid out, because you will need that information. And if you plan on your parents moving any money around that maybe they perhaps want you to have and not be taken by Medicaid, I would suggest doing it about 10 to 13 years before you think um, they're going to need um, hospitalization or, or uh, um, nursing home because Medicaid will go back at least five years for sure, but they can go back 10 or 13 years and see if you've moved any money around of your parents and where it went, because you will have to account for every single penny um, that they have. Um, any question, you know, talk to a lawyer. I know they say if they do own a home, um, see about putting that in a trust, because Medicaid cannot take the home if it's in a trust. But do this far in advance, because... 
if Medicaid sees you moving it around at the last minute, they will use that collateral or a sense of income against you um, for Medicaid. And you have to spend, Medicaid will take that money or you'll have to spend it down. So know how much their finances are, what they have, and uh, deal with that earlier rather than later. And uh, again, I can't tell you how, how important it is to stay organized, make copies of their Social Security card, of their driver's license, their ID card, their uh, Medicare uh, medical card, make copies of that, have multiple copies ready because you'll be sending them in to different people. Boy, just get as organized as possible. Look for every place that your parents might have money. They even want to know about their grave uh, plot. If they have a prepaid grave plot, they want to know about that information. Uh, because technically, they could take that as cash to pay themselves back. So be aware. It probably would be a good idea even to talk to someone from the Center of Aging or Direction Home far in advance to get some good advice as what to expect. But uh, better yet, um, talk to a lawyer and uh, get the best information that you can because you're going to need help. So, hey, that's all I really got today. I do thank you guys for stopping by. And I'm sorry my voice sounds so bad, but I'm getting a bad cold, which means I'm dying. So, um, hey, I love you guys. Hey, don't forget to uh, check out and subscribe to my YouTube page, Mornings with Ken. Just don't watch it. Go ahead and click the subscribe button. Subscribe. And like the page. Share it. And, uh, hey, most of all, I love you. Jesus loves you. Have a great day. Bye-bye now.